Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christina Walsh. I'm pleased to have in the studio with me again today, Jane Sibbett and Megan MacArthur from Brazzo America. They have lots to share with us today about the latest Brazzo tour coming up to Tucson, Arizona, and San Francisco. Welcome, ladies. Oh, thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much for having us. You have many new things going on, especially the new website at BrazzoAmerica.com. Yeah, it was time to to grow up a little bit. I had to release, (laughs) release, release. I had to go from my simple little iWeb universe to actually to to hanging out with the big boys and having drop down menus and and making it easier for everyone in the world to be able to access the information. So yes. We're very excited. We've- Beautiful. The pictures are gorgeous. Oh, it's, it's hard not to go wrong with Brazo. He's so so infinitely uh, photogenic to get him on the any, any place remotely beautiful. We're, we've been so blessed with these great places. And we also have wonderful photographers that go around with us. Yeah, yeah we're going to make everything look really beautiful. Yeah, Megan is a fantastic photographer. We've got Daniel yeah. Moody, Robert Farthing. I've also brought some pictures and... Um, Ruth James' Robert. iPhone. My iPhone is amazing. It's true. <laughs> so we want people to be able to really connect with the beauty of Brazo in a really simple way. And the joy of the journey that, yeah. you know, that he's been on in, in the United States. Um, I think the images really capture a good variety of his experiences here, which are, are very different from what he has happening in Europe, or at least is what's captured in Europe. So it's that it's a fun um, collage for people all over the world that may not see that part of him in the places where they are able to visit, you know, visit him through the gaze. Um, uh, so it's it's different in that way. Yeah, it's different yeah. than having a picture of Brasso in the ballroom gazing at yeah. lots of people to get him out on the rocks and to um, to tap into the beautiful natural elements there that he gets so much joy from. It's really it's a pleasure for us to be able to bring him to these beautiful spots. I mean, everything on the planet we believe is a sacred spot, but we actually have in some really <laughs> significant spots of Brazo, and we're so grateful. So I'm glad you like it. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. The YouTubes. And you have a couple of new events coming up uh, starting next week, the end of next week. Yes, we are back in Tucson for our second time. We were just there last month. We'll be in Tucson. We're going to live stream from the desert on the 19th um, before we begin our Tucson event on the 20th. And then from Tucson, Arizona, we fly back to your homeland and mine, um, to San Francisco. And we'll be there for two days of live events on the 22nd, Earth Day, and the 23rd on Monday. And then do a couple more days of live streaming around the Bay Area as well. So we're we're really excited by these, this upcoming journey. These are two places that we really love. So it'd be great to great to be there yeah it's gonna be great and you're pretty fit yes christina yes i am i am uh showing up live this time i'm very excited about that <laughs> great well we can't wait to see you there well because the live streaming is so easy convenient i feel like i really dive deep you know it's easy to sort of have that one-on-one experience i think in the live streaming with the brazo case um, but then you, I, I'm feeling the need for a little more of uh, community and checking out other folks that have been in Bratz's gaze. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's really, really nice for for people who have been in that live stream gazing to actually get into the room with the people as well and to feel that. People have been definitely talking about how, um, certainly after the Los Angeles event that we had two times ago where it just the energy just got so, so 
loving and so powerfully joyful in the room and the sharing just kept um, amping up and and more and more beautiful things were coming forward and people were really really taking care of each other so you could definitely feel that what we call the Maharishi effect you know the more the merrier the more that we're gathering in the room we could really feel it go on just through the roof it was it was remarkable so for those who have only live streamed, we really encourage people to get into the room to, to feel what that's like as well. It's, it's so special. Both both is special. Obviously, the live streaming is great. Um, it's sometimes some, some of my favorite times of gazing is when I'm in the live stream, but the room is a whole other experience, and, you know, unto itself. Love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so far on this latest, I guess, this last year, what has been your favorite spots for both of you? For some of the gazing events, hmm, that's, that's such a that's a that's a great question. I mean, we I, I'll speak for myself here. I've loved every single event in its own special way. There's been remarkable things in each city. Sometimes it's um, a story that's so touching that um, you know that's that's moved me and inspired me so much. You know, like I had in, when we were in Portland, when we had a woman who was an agoraphobic come forward and say that she. Was so grateful to each and every person in the room who had brought their story forward that day that that sharing was so profound for her that she never would have even ever imagined getting up in front of a room of 600 people and then how everybody that day seemed to have just the right story for her healing, she said. And beyond Bratza's gift, she said everyone in the room had really, really helped her. And so that was a really significant event for, for me last year. But also, um, you know, just being out on the on the beauty of the land with Bratz and going and taking a little hike with him recently um, in Phoenix as well as in Tucson, having those times has been great or live streaming by the pool at the House of Blues was remarkable. But um, I think that probably one of the standout events for me was the Los Angeles event this time before last when it was, like I said, this, this um, incredible, joyful um, love fest, basically is what I can say. Bratso was um, right, right with us, and Bratso and Megan both. And, and uh, for some turn of events, Megan had to stay really close to Bratso a lot of the time. So the two of them were were pretty much in the room with us the whole time, and it was so it was so beautiful and so powerful and so sweet and so happy um, that I just I get so excited when I think about that um, happening again to have you know our, our partners in there you know right in there in the room I love having Megan in the room like that um, and especially having brought so close by so that he can hear all the great things that are going on I mean he feels it certainly he gives his gift and he's not attached to you know how how, how well it's going or anything like that he just mm-hmm. be in the you know the mix of all this great uh, giving of and sharing of so that was a good one for me how about you Megan I like San Diego San Diego is great yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really I enjoy San Diego. I, I don't know. It's something something about being well. It's it's in a tent, so there's there's something very um, it glows. Well, it's available, you know, to nature. Mm-hmm. To nature, it has much more of a natural feel to me. And then he just walks outside, and he's right by the ocean. So that's that's pretty cool. And then the seagulls they come pounding on the door. They come tapping on the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I like that. Um, I like it, much like in Los Angeles, uh, Rato can be in the room there. And at the last San Diego event where we were live streaming, he likes to be spontaneous and as much spontaneity as may be available, which is kind of limited when you're not saying anything or 
you know, and you have one place that you're supposed to go stand. Um, he, uh, well, he actually was the one who decided, we'll just throw the voice in now. And, and so, like in streaming, um, he, he'll, he just threw the voice in on a, sec- on a um, session that was not supposed to be happening. It was just so fun to see the joy for him to know that people were really appreciating what he was bringing forward. So he wanted to offer another gift and that that was really cool and that was like a standout thing for me and you didn't get to see this because you were backstage but as I could could see something as some activity was going on and I'm talking to the live stream audience and I see I see oh I ran around you came out and talked to Carl and then Carl goes backstage and then Carl comes crawling underneath (laughs) (laughs) crawling underneath the stage as I'm still talking to the live the live audience and the live streaming audience and he's whispering something to our AV person. Yeah. And then during the video, I guess they come whisper to me saying, oh, we're gonna do the voice. So yeah. it was one of those live television moments. <laughs> so grateful to watching my team scurrying around. Yeah. And for him, it's almost like it's, it's almost like a challenge for us. It's like, <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Let's see what, what can happen. You know, <laughs> Will they be able to make it happen? And then we make it happen and he's so happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, San Diego has, has a lot of that. For me, mm, and both, both of the yeah. events yeah, that yeah. We've, we've had there. Um, and it's a lot of our Los Angeles, and the same kind of people that we've worked with in Los Angeles. But yeah, I mean, all the events so are many. so special. Yeah, Seattle um, had a very special. happens everywhere, yeah. Seattle was very spontaneous and threw yeah. themselves together in just a matter of weeks. Oh, week. yeah, just such a beautiful group. Albuquerque had some quirky, um, wonderful people. Yeah, that Albuquerque came. was quirky. Albuquerque <laughs> was quirky. Nobody had a... Yeah, the great person who had come in, that the kid who had never um, heard of Bratza before, he was what we called that blind date person, and he just couldn't believe, um, you know, and he, that first of all that this could happen, and then finally when he got let go of that and was watching, and, he, and I think I might have shared this with you before when she just he said, "Do you have some lights going on up there?" Because because I've done some intense drugs in my life, but I have never seen anything like this. And because he, he <laughs> all the things that were happening for him when he was just gazing and, and seeing the, you know, for him, he saw what it was later described as auras and what he called the light show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's every every town has its really beautiful story. Yeah, like in Colorado, our first time that we were there, the heal, all of the stories of things that um, had had changed for, for people in their lives. Um, I, that volunteer group was such a close group that mm-hmm. they, they it was like they collected just so many healing stories that had Just in the preparation, yeah. Yeah, in the preparation mm-hmm. and, and in their love for having the whole experience, there was so, it was just such a phenomenal um, group of, of people coming together to, to, to help like up to 600 people were in that room at a time. And, and that was really beautiful to mm-hmm. see that many people going in and out of the room and having things change and shift for them. And and just being in that unknown, but then being there with so many people was really a phenomenal experience. Yeah, I do think that with every gazing or every city or every uh, Brazzo gazing sort of spontaneous thing that happens it's it always seems to be a step up in energy mm-hmm. yeah. well and they certainly people find that from time from events to events from gazing session to gazing session you know that there's a wrapping up of the of the guest so do you sense that i mean are, are is your experience in the streaming has it been that way 
Yeah. That everything's building or... Yeah, it feels like I'm getting, in in the actual gazing piece, I'm getting a little more of the fine-tuning and exploring a little bit more, and I feel this more creative sort of spark happening, and I'm, and I'm way more conscious of it than I was, I guess, on day one. And it could have been there day one when I did the first gazing in, live in San Francisco, but I, now I can't remember. But <laughs> just walking into that room and seeing, you know, all these, I don't know what to call them, light workers, light makers, like, you know, that... You know, you see around different meditation groups and stuff. There's like total thunder and lightning outside. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as the Bay Area prepares for Broadway. That was a light sound effect, I think. That was good. Yeah, well that was really good. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a piece of tinfoil. It really was outside. So it seems like I walked in that room and then I'm like, oh my god. This is something that I've never experienced before. And that overwhelm before he even came out was like, oh, my gosh. It's like you could already feel the people who had already experienced Abrazzo gazing. And I just I could sense all of that like, oh, my gosh. It's like the anticipation of him walking into the room is such a beautiful space because it's not about like hope or faith or all of these sort of religious things it's not about that at all it's like about this opening (laughs) and so I'm sitting there and I'm going oh my god I think I'm gonna just faint I I can't really understand what's gonna happen so he comes out and and gazes and I'm seeing you know the light show and um (laughs) and and lots of different sort of I don't know what to call it a spiritual veil or his I see uh Evita a lot in his face and so Still to this day, I'm astounded that I made it out of that first gazing, um, walking, <laughs> that I could function because I was so overwhelmed with that state of love and just unconditional love that I, I still can't get over that. Well, it's like that first time you feel that, and, and and I think my words aren't enough. Once you feel it, it's like, oh yeah, now I remember. That's your full experience, and we we hope that more people feel that unconditional love because we know it's quite unique on this planet. Yeah, and I and I think that's part of the sharing of the whole gazing experience, and and I think we've sort of mentioned this before, where there's this sort of passing on of that vibration or that energy or that possibility, even. Yeah. Well, we're we're, we're seeing that as well. We um along those lines, we had a beautiful unfolding of a story on the Brought to America Facebook this week that um is so so lovely. And I we had mentioned this before, and I it's almost that six degrees of separation that happens when um when people are gazing. But and I was confused when I first um heard the story as it was being posted, and I thought that this one woman who had also said that she had not gone to a, a live gazing, um, but was inspired by Yosef's story, the the vet who had Agent Orange. Uh, oh, yeah. Who would come to the events, and he's from Santa Cruz, and, and he was a Vietnam vet, and, you know, he, his whole story was so beautiful that he had come very skeptical and um, came, came to gaze with Brato and then found out he was diagnosed with Agent Orange and then subsequently disappeared quite um, remarkably, and he attributes that to Brazo. 
And so he has come, and you probably saw him at the San Francisco event, and we're hoping that he'll be there again this time. And he shared his story, and so a woman very moved by this story had told um, uh, someone at her, that was, I guess, coming to paint at her house, who was also a Vietnam vet and was suffering from many um, challenges after the war, but post-traumatic stress disorder as well, just, just as Yosef also had had that same. And so she was sharing, and so he live-streamed with, she invited him over, and, and they did a live-stream gazing with Brazo. And so she was posting that um, his Agent Orange, he also had Agent Orange, completely vanished. And he was also gazing on behalf of two of his friends, one who had stage four cancer, another one who had stage three cancer, gazed on their behalf, unbeknownst to them, and both of their cancers also completely disappeared. These are people who have never even been in the same room as Brazo, um, but but were live streaming, tapping Mm -hmm. into Brazo's gift and thinking about Yosef's story and how that had worked so beautifully for him. And, and then they had their own their own stories of, of tremendous healing. So it's, the phenomenon is really, really getting out there for people just hearing about it and going for it. And uh, we can't even begin to imagine what that would be like for more people of, as more people find out about Brock. So and still we're on the beginning edge of this wave of recognition for him and we're still not really haven't hit the major parts of the media yet, although we know that's coming. Um, we have many people coming forward really wanting to help out in that way. I know. I, I can imagine that we talked about this last time that Brazzo can has the ability to reach so many, you know, millions of people over these years that he's been doing this gazing. And one of the one of the sadnesses of letting go of the old website is that we weren't able to migrate the globe over to show all the different countries. But we have a huge following now in South America and it's um and working on with the language of, of Spanish now, we have Portuguese on our website as well, so we'll be able to tap into into Brazil and other areas around the world too. Um, it's going to be really great if when we can get to that point where, obviously, with Brazos' gift, they don't need to be able to understand English to be able to receive it. But just in terms of the introduction, to help them out, obviously, it's really helpful when when they have their uh, when everything is all translated for them. Yeah, but it is really brilliant and simple, the not talking. (laughs) (laughs) It's like someone is just taking away a barrier Mm -hmm. completely, and uh, it's just brilliant. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) So uh, we have talked about the voice before in the past, um, and that's, I guess, an audio piece that that's played of Brazzo's voice and uh, it seems to do something else for me anyway and I'm still trying to experience and, and not do the figuring it out in the middle of it how is it affecting you Christina um, it really works I feel like it works on my brain and my ears a lot, in the, especially in this last, this last round. So you mean for so during the live streaming movement experience in the voice? Um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're getting the gaze, and then you're getting the live streaming. Yeah, but it's affecting me differently, and 
and I don't really know how to describe it except I, I feel that there's this other ability that humans have mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're sort of being shown with the with the voice and it's so funny because I really haven't said this out loud but it does seem like there's other contraptions in our brain mm-hmm. <laughs> that could fire it up and I think this voice and this vibration that's coming through that the the voice and all the words are beautiful and I don't understand any of them (laughs) (laughs) but you kind of think you do after a while it's so funny so are you hearing different messages each time that you're or or is it even beyond that kind of thought you're just feeling things firing up and and what's it how is that how is that manifesting for you too I'm curious I mean are you feeling you said you're feeling things are firing up and getting perhaps rewired or yeah rewiring that's a good word and are you seeing the effects of it is it increasing your psychic ability or your intuition or anything like that what are you seeing I definitely uh, psychically speaking I can't say which piece is the voice and and the gazing part because they've I think I think my perception is so different from even a year ago. And I think the gaze that I did do was in 2010, Mm -hmm. maybe the fall. And so since then, uh, psychic experience and I guess psychic ability wise, it it seems so different. I mean, I talk to everything now, (laughs) (laughs) crystals and, you know, where maybe I would be hesitant or just not do it or, it's it's kind of like this communication space has really opened up in a way, which is great because I'm on the radio. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very handy. That kind of helps. But but uh, there's something else that's kind of been sort of relaxed, and I feel more free. Are you yeah? Are you having any experience with the gap and seeing that the gap of of um, desire or? Um, closing a little bit between the length of time for manifestation or anything like that happening with your oh yeah yeah. and especially in this last round since this last round the minute I think something is pretty much done in three days wow that's handy too I know and I've been trying not to think about it too much and just go with it and and when I'm in that conscious state of like wow I think I'm creating something I would like a certain sort of experience to occur and and it's funny I it's not about a result or an outcome so much it's more at the beginning stage so let's say I wanted to interview someone on surfing and um, I don't know they work with dolphins or something like that it's like I'll get that person they'll find me on Facebook they'll email me um, I'm barely doing anything about it or I'll wake up in the morning with search this for this thing on the web and you'll get it yeah. you know you'll find that person so it's that's a simple example but uh, things like that have been happening again and again and so I've been I've been a little timid because <laughs> it's like I've tried to be just a little careful yeah, to like not overdo it and I know that's just like leftover ego stuff but I don't want to ruin it uh, I know it's that elegant and effortless ease that we all want and that we're when we're perfectly aligned with our best and highest good that's how Really, it should be. It should be quite easy and elegant. It doesn't have to be such a great effort. And and for many people, that's what they're waking up to, this gift 
within themselves, that right alignment with Fratzo's, with his gift, you're waking up to yours where you can tap in and just bring forth that what you need that's really helpful because you're you're out there and you're shining a light for a lot of people right now and so of course you're to have that in your toolbox you're getting quite a toolbox going here (laughs) oh yeah it's been a completely different kind of spiritual education I I don't even think I can call it spiritual Mm -hmm. I do feel like I've been learning things in in like a completely different way cool Cool. Well, I like hearing that. Yeah. Maybe other visitors come in with Bratzo. Well, this session. Uh, see, this, uh, yeah, we, uh, last time we had Moshe that was here who spoke a bit about his um, his his personal relationship with Bratzo as well as creating the sun symbol. And um, while Moshe's not coming this time, we have Bratzo's um, very dear friend, Miranda, who um, is one of the close friends of the family that's going to be journeying with Bratzo this time. And I don't know if she's going to speak, but boy, I certainly would love it. I haven't even talked to her about that because it was kind of a spontaneous uh, adventure that she was able to come after all. So. She's in the Gaze of Light video, so yeah. um, you can see her yeah, she's in that one. She's just wonderful. She's a beautiful soul, great friends with Dinkin and, and Bratzo. She had an interesting experience recently. She's... Um, she told me where she'd actually oh it wasn't maybe it was even a year ago she'd gone for years and gazing with Bratso and and just um kind of out of the blue just passed out in her gaze yes. she was so surprised so even a hardcore tried and true person who's been gazing for years had her own little surprise where she just kind of like you know sank into the energy woke up very happy content <laughs> <laughs> i like that but that can't happen i thought it could so we have BrassoTV.com live streaming um, April 19th through April 25th. So from Arizona, from some beautiful exotic place in the desert of, of Arizona, we're going to be live streaming on the 19th of April. And then from the ballroom on the 20th of April, which is a Friday. And then we fly to San Francisco and we'll be live streaming from the ballroom on the 22nd, Earth Day, Sunday. Um, again, on Monday from the ballroom. And then we'll be around the San Francisco Bay Area in some beautiful spaces. We're moving around a little bit. and um, On the 24th and the 25th. So um, that's a lot of great opportunities. We have, let's see, how many days? We're doing, I think, 35 live streams. This is six days of it. Yeah, so it's quite a, it's going to be um, a lot of, a lot of uh, opportunity for people to really dive in and, and just, really surf the big wave there with Bratzo and his live streaming. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be wonderful. I'm so happy that you're coming to our San Francisco event too, Christina. It's going to be great to see you there. Yeah, it'll be great. You'll be like, oh yeah, I remember her. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Where are> you again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, will you be able to live stream before you go to the event? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, from Tucson for sure. And then um, definitely Sunday. And then Monday I'll see what I could do. If I could also make it uh, Monday as well. Um, When you fly stream, Christina, how how many have you done in a row generally? Um, This last time, I almost did almost all of them. Yeah, I do take a break. You know, I do think I'm kind of... I'm kind of guided when to do them and when not to. And then um, sort of the day of, I seem to add a 
bunch more that day. Mm-hmm. And have you had friends that you've been gazing on behalf of also when you've been doing that or mostly just working on your stuff? Um, actually, I've been, I have been, and um, I have been working with uh, some folks in LA and, and using their pictures and their, that intention. And then um, I have had some folks um, actually appear <laughs> um, out of the blue. I don't know how to describe it, but um, <laughs> suddenly, you know, they're back in town, or these friends are sort of around, and we end up. We ended up fitting in a couple of gazings already over the last couple of months. And so it's kind of funny. I wasn't really putting the two and two together, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh, yeah, you're you're back. And, um, yeah, there's another broad sale. So it's, it's really funny. Gathering the tribe together. Gathering the tribe, and I'm not even trying, you know. Yeah. We had experiences with gazing for others. And for some reason, it just makes so much sense yeah yeah it's, it's really nice when we can gaze on behalf of others and I I know that and I I know for so many people when they gaze on behalf of others it really seems to sweeten their own personal gift there's something that like a, an extra little party favor that you get from gazing on behalf of somebody else as well yeah. yeah so we always well obviously we always encourage everyone to take care of themselves in their case and to make sure they give something to themselves and then and then to extend it forward. You know, we were just talking about, we do have something that we're working on, Christina, um, coming up soon, where we're really going to try to um, cultivate a, an opportunity for people to who want to give back to Bratza, but also pay it forward and to actually have people um, gift um, swaths of tickets. And we talked about this before with, with our vets. Um, we're talking about different charities like St. Jude's and being able to... Um, give them, you know, blocks of tickets away to those certain charities out there that could really use some extra assistance, not only in the gaze, but actually physically give them tickets so that they can also take care of some of their own little um, and big um, dreams and desires as well. So, Oh, that's great. Yeah, we're really working on trying to, to, to pay this gift forward as best we can. You know, Bratzel's gift wants to go to so many um, and we just need just to be able to tap into those people and see better ways that we can help and, and um, help help everyone around the world feel better. Yeah. Be able to give tickets forward. And we, we've been doing a matching program, I, as I mentioned before, with um, people that were working with uh, the prisoners. And when they would um, buy a collection of DVDs to put in the prisons, we would match them. So whatever, oh, that's great. Yeah, whatever way we can get um, Bratzel's gift out there, we really want to do our best to really help out. What a brilliant idea! Yeah. Well, you know, um, it just it, it kind of begs that. I, I think I um, had shared with you before about this fabulous woman from Portland, Oregon, who had stood up in the Las uh, Las Vegas and had challenged everyone there and. Teresa Farquhar had challenged everyone, if we all just bought a few DVDs and put them in our libraries, think about what the effect could be, you know. So she was great about that, and it's so true that obviously that you can only buy so many DVDs for yourself. You don't need to be watching five of the same DVD, but if you can gift it forward like that, then you get the opportunity for people who wouldn't otherwise hear about Bratso to be able to um, experience this gift. You know, Megan and I were... Um, at the hospital with my sister when she was recovering from her brain surgery and digging through the 
the drawer of the DVDs and going, why don't we have such <laughs> DVDs here? How wonderful that would be for all of the people that are in, you know, brain rehabilitation or physical rehabilitation to be able to have Bratzos gifts like that. So we're going to do our best to try to do some matching programs there. If you or any of your friends or any listeners out there that have ideas about how we can share Bratzos DVDs, and um, we'd really love to be a part of that as well. So, let's, Oh, that's great. You know, that's great idea. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for... Thank you for wanting to share all of that out there because yeah, thank you so much. We so appreciate what you're doing, yeah. Christina. We don't, you know, as you know, we don't advertise for Bratso. And so any kind of sharing that we can do heart to heart like this or um, radio voice to radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it can go to the BratsoAmerica.com website and see all the new, the new goods that are on the website and get their tickets and find out a lot lot more of the things that are going on. And we always encourage people to, to gather in the community of the Bratso America Facebook. There are so many wonderful postings that are happening there all the time to inspire people in between their Bratso journeys. Thanks for joining us today on Surfing the Psychic Waves. You can find Jane Sibbett and Megan MacArthur on Facebook at Bratso America or at the BratsoAmerica.com website and share your stories about your live gazing event with Bratso and what your experiences are. Thanks for tuning in.